Okay. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in once again to the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. This is Chris Kane. I hear my girl, Allie Noel. What's up, Allie? Hey. Okay. So, Allie was supposed to do this pod like a week ago, but um, life happened. I, I just, I, I appreciate you for mm-hmm. not thinking I'm like a super flake. You were like, you reached back out. I said, I'm going to leave it in his hands because I keep saying, oh, let's do it. And then I had a lot of family emergencies, but I'm here. I bought a new outfit just for the show. Okay. Did my makeup just for you? Okay. Oh, no, you, you didn't do that for me. You did it for, listen, you, you know, this is going to be on the ground and you always keep the makeup type for the ground. So don't act like this is a personal, like, Chris called me. Let me get it right. I know I follow you. <laughs> Try to lie to me about what you did. You may have bought that shirt for me, but you didn't do everything else for me. So, <laughs> uh, okay. I will let you know. I was not going to do my eyebrows and I did them for you. Okay. I was like, he'll get the whole effect because he deserves it. Oh, and for the record, I reached back out to you. I think you'd be good for the pod. Typically, you can ask my friends about this. When I make appointments with especially women, mm-hmm. if they're the ones to cancel the plans, I usually put it on them to make the reschedule. This is one of my dating principles. Mm-hmm. Right? So we say, hey, let's go on a date on Friday. You're like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. Cool. And then something happens where you can't make it. It's not on me to be like, well, how about next Friday? Like, nah, you cancel the plans that we agreed to. So you make new plans. This is like an adult way of dating. I started doing this in college. I stand mm-hmm. by it. Some girls never get back to me. And so we never go out. Yeah, because we wait. We wait. But why wait, though? Because you cancel the date. Well, yeah, but then it's like, I don't know. It's like, oh, okay, well, maybe I missed my chance. Or, oh, like, I don't want to seem like I'm too thirsty. Like, oh, are you ready again? He could be off it. Or, like, you know, like, it's that sense of, it's that fear of rejection. I don't like being rejected, man. Yeah, I don't like being rejected. You think I like being rejected when I made a date and then you canceled it? It's like, what are we talking about? I mean, you know, I'm not a person who really cancels dates. I like, I like, ever since I saw that movie when I was a child and it was called Valentine. Did you ever see the movie Valentine? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, it's one of many scary movies, so I will not fault you for it. But okay. that movie, ever since then, like, I have just had this principle. If someone asks me on a date or someone, like, likes me or something, I handle it in a very, I handle it with gloves, right? Like, I do not treat anybody rude or disrespectfully. I will get out of pocket if you get out of pocket. If we both are out of pocket, then we out of pocket. But, like, if you were like, I want to go with them, I'm not really feeling it. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll go. And I'll stay here for... Like 30 minutes, you know what I mean? And then I'll just like, I'll come up with something, excuse I mean, I sat on a date for two hours and didn't drink water. Like, I'm just like, I'm just uncomfortable. I don't want you to buy me anything. Um, you know, like, and it's one of those things, but I'm calm because I just don't want them to kill me. Like, I just I don't want to die. I don't want to die. Like, there, there are people who are crazy. It's not often that you hear these stories, but it's like, you're either the rule or the exception, right? You're either the person who gets killed or doesn't get killed. I'd rather just area on the side of, I'll be nice. Listen. You know? I don't disagree with that principle as once you're on the date. I'm mm-hmm. kind of which I'm, I, I'm a little more discerning than you are. Apparently, I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> Maybe if I saw the movie, I'd be like, I got to take everybody out. But, <laughs> but what I'm saying is on the front end, I think of it like if you were going out for a job interview mm-hmm. and you guys agree, hey, Thursday at 2 for an interview, you say, hey, I actually can't make it in emergency, but I'm, uh, I'm free on Friday. How does that work for your schedule? Like that's the, because you want the job. Yeah. It's not my job as the employer. To be like, you can't make it on two Thursday. Well, we really want you to come back Friday. It's like, but you cancel. It was only like, so I think it's a adult thing since we're in the age of 50, 50 relationships, right? Uh-huh. Where we're, we're even and we're a hundred percent, which I, you know, from off camera talk, I don't know if that's really true or not, but whatever we talk about it. And so if we're going to be adults. We want to be treated equally. We want to be 50-50. Wait, I, I'm sorry. I just got to ask you a question because you okay. said the 50-50. It's kind of like you're going along with it because you're like, this is what they want, but you don't really feel like it's 50-50. I don't go along with it in my regular life. I'm saying this conversationally because we're on a podcast. So, like, oh, so you don't do the 50-50. It's not that I don't do it. I think, I think the conversation around it is wrong. Like, okay. I don't, like, like, I don't uh, go ahead. Well, no, I just, okay, when and we're talking about 50-50, are we talking about, like, what does 50-50 in dating look like to you? I don't What's think it your exists. 50-50? I don't think it exists. That's my thing. I have a whole joke about this that it's going to be on my next special, which I can't shoot now because we're obviously locked down. But basically, it's, I think the way you start is kind of how you finish. 
And because the way dating is in our society, usually it's the guy that has to make the first move and it's mm -hmm. us that has to court you to like us. And mm -hmm. so we give a lot on the front end. And mm -hmm. then over time, we're trying to get back to some level of balance. But because we gave so much on the front end that it never quite gets to a balance point because we're the ones who initiated. So yeah. you can never get to 50-50. I think of it like, this is a, the analogy I use in my joke without burning the joke here. It's like, if you want to start a business, right? And you're like, hey, Chris, I want to start a business, but my money's low. I was like, hey, hey Ali, here's $10,000, right? And then your business blows up. You say, hey, here's your 10,000 back. You gave me the money back. So the money is equal. Yeah. But you never would have started the company without my 10,000. So we're never equal. Because on some level, you're always indebted to the fact that I started the business for you. Like you needed my funds to start the business. If you think, look at it that way. Well, this is the theory. This is also a joke. Because if it's, if it's like that, where I'm like, push, push, push. And it's like 10 guys. Women, you guys get hit on by guys all day. So I have to beat out 20 dudes to get to you. Maybe 30. It depends on how, you know, available you are. Not really. I mean, just, Sometimes. okay. I, there's this 10 out of th 10 thing that a really good friend of mine told me about 10 years ago. He, uh, this is what they said to me. They were just like, it's a 10 out of 10 thing. Cause when guys would hit on me, right. They would say like, you realize you're just a 10 out of 10. And I'm like, why are you being so rude? Like he likes me. Like the guy likes me. Right. And I was like, right. what the fuck does 10 out of 10 mean? And what he means is, is that guys will hit on 10 girls to see which one's going to buy back, right? So I might just be the 9 out of 10 that just said yes, or I could be the 10 out of 10 that said yes, right? And they were basically putting it in a ratio saying, the guy doesn't really like you, but he's just going to go after you. And I'm like, F you. And he was like, he hit on my girl at Starbucks. And I was like, see, you couldn't just let me be great. You just couldn't let me be happy. Whatever, right? So, but like, also it's vice versa. So if, even if a guy is like hitting on me, that doesn't mean I'm attracted to that guy. So like, I'll be at the grocery store and I'll be like, no, 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 yes. Oh, you don't want to say anything. Fuck. All right. All these other ones did, but you don't want to, the ones I want, you know? So it's like, right. I don't know why guys look at it that way. Cause you could be the one that we're waiting for like, Hey, how you doing? And I'm like, Oh, hello. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, you I'll, give you, I'll give you some guy knowledge because this is how it is. If you say, you may not be the guy I like or I don't like. That's on the front end based usually on attractiveness or some perceived status. You don't know us. I don't know yeah. you, right? Mm -hmm. But when we go through the courting process, it's usually me trying to take you on a date, me trying to convince you to choose me. But I don't ask, and this is most guys, we don't ask anything of you other than allow us to keep trying to move forward, right? Allow us to have a second date. Allow us to have a third date. Um, you know, talk on the phone with us, whatever, whatever. And then maybe eventually have sex and then we keep going. And at a certain point, this is actually what happens, I think, most of the time. It's because we put so much energy on the front end that you guys like us for real, for real, before we like you for real, for real, because we've shown you more of ourselves. We've tried harder. And so that, so that you get connected to a dude, but we don't know if we like you yet, because all we've been trying to do is beat out all these other dudes. Now that we're at this place... I got to figure out if I actually like you or if I just wanted to beat out these guys first. Are you the 1% that thinks this? Because I'm sorry, it doesn't really work that way. Because a lot of the time, it's a guy putting out all this stuff on the front end and then they get in your pants and they're like, okay, that was great. All right, now I'm good. I didn't feel anything. So, you know, what? I'm just going to move on. And then it's like, this is the one thing I really can't stand is if why can a guy say, oh my God, I, I really like you. Like, I can see you being my wife. Oh, my God. And it's okay for you guys to say that. It's okay for that to come out your mouth day one or even in a text. Super quick, super early, right? But the minute I say, you have really nice teeth and I think we can have babies. I don't know. I'm just feeling it. I'm just, I'm just feeling it. I'm looked at like a psycho. When you just talked about, like, spend the rest of your life with me, I don't understand. When they're like, I think you're wifey, I'm going to introduce you to your mom, to my mom. Whenever my friends call me and they're like, oh, my God, my mom would love you, blah, blah, blah. When they tell me that their man says this, I'm like, hang up on him right now. He is playing to your emotions. He's like, oh, because every girl wants to meet mom, but I don't care about mom. I'm bald, so I already have issues. Okay, every dude is like, why is that girl bald? Why are you bringing home a bald-headed girl? What is going on, right? So I'm not like, I've dealt with so many mom issues. I don't care if mom likes me. You just need to like me. I'll be respectful to mom, but mom doesn't have to like me. You know, I'll be cool. But like when they say these things, it's like trigger words. It's like, oh, my friends or, oh, like I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, mm -mm. I just sit, I mean, I've just been through some things. So I just sit here and I'm just listening. Like, I'm like, uh-huh. I mean, I, I wasn't, I, I'm going to tell you, I had, I had goggles on, like no one had shattered the glass for me. Cause I'm like a romance freak. 
when I tell you, like, I watch kid romances, like little high school <laughs> romance, like movies, like the that's kissing the booth and like, oh my God, yes, I love you. Like that's the, an adult one, right? But like the kissing booth and this other one, um, so all the boys I loved before, that's obviously a kid movie, but I love those movies, right? Me and my sister are rom-com fanatics. My favorite movie is My Big Frederick Wedding, How I Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I'm all about love, right? All so right. when love actually starts to happen, I, I'm like, oh my God, yes. And then I learned very quickly, this is not love, bitch. He does not love you. He is trying to get in those pants. Right. And that's like, and it's it's so, it's so like, it's like all these guys hit on you and that's what we're fighting against. And I guess you guys don't realize that. I'm fighting against to like, see like, if you're really like what you say you're about, are you really about it? You know what I mean? Like, are you? Not all of the guys are like you who are just clear headed and have tunnel vision. And then when we finally do get the guy like you, we're like, he's not real. Nah, <laughs> he's not real. Like, that's just how we see it. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. You, um, you went off on a lot, so I'm going to try to back it up a little bit. No, it's cool, because this is good podcast material. It's like, we got like nine things to unpack. There's obviously some trauma there, but we're not, this is not, this, this is only an unofficial therapy show. That's so, what you put on my show. That's what, that's what sparked this. He was like, Allie's got issues. She'd be great. It was obvious, but that's not important to this moment. <laughs> um, so you said, I'm trying to think about it. All right, so you said, why would guys say those things? I think that's mm-hmm. the first thing you're talking about. They love you and that kind of thing. Again, maybe I'm in the 1%. I don't do that kind of thing. I don't think if, if you have to lie to kind of get with the girl, I think you already messed up. I think that's my basic theory. That's why I don't drink. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. I don't drink. Oh, so, no. so when I go to clubs, which is infrequent, but back in the day I went a lot, I would yeah. go and not drink. But because I don't drink, I don't buy drinks. I'm not that guy that's let me buy you. I see your face, see? See, turn your eyebrows off. I see. <laughs> turn them down. <laughs> Because I don't drink. I'm not the guy. Oh, let me buy you three you mean or four. You things. don't buy alcoholic beverages or yeah. you don't buy drinks? Were you drinking like cranberry juice? Are you drinking? Yeah, like orange? I don't really drink that much. So, like, oh. when I go out, I'll like, I'll have something to sip on to like hold. Oh. I mean, because like, says, I just hate, like, I always feel awkward yeah. with my hands out of clubs. So, like, I just need a little something, something. Listen, like, I'm, I'm drinking, yeah, I'm drinking juice or water myself. I'm just non alcoholic, right? Okay. Because if the goal is, Cause this is how some maybe more archaic kind of guys kind of guys think if i buy you alcohol then i have dibs on you kind of oh yeah that's why which is why a lot of women nowadays say i don't let guys buy me drinks i stopped buying drinks in 2010 <laughs> like i've been on this for a long time i'm not about the drinks because maybe this is some arrogance maybe this is trying to keep it like the playing field level if i'm sober and you're drunk we're not on the same field Right. So it's almost like even if you are vibing with me, you're vibing with me a little bit impaired or a little bit like not as your full self. I yeah. don't even feel good about the connection because I know it's fraudulent on some level. Even if when you're sober, you may have seen me sober and thought he's cute. I should talk to him. And then you got drunk and saw me. It's like, hey, you're the cute guy from earlier. It's like it's still not. It gave you some extra confidence. It's still not a, a, like a fully authentic situation. So mm-hmm. I believe that I'm charming and charismatic enough to at least get like a date with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. At least a date, not marry, maybe not be girlfriend, boyfriend, but I'm a, I'm a comic. You see what I do. Like this is, this is how I get down. I work out. I'm not, no baby mamas. Like I got, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay on the front end. So I feel like if I see you at a club, I dance and stuff. So, hey, let's go, let's go dance. We dance and I'm like, okay, he got some moves. He's funny and we're vibing. Hey, you want to go out sometime? Yeah, I think I can make that happen without alcohol. So I don't want that to be what gets me over the top. Gotcha. That's my basic thing. Most guys are like, they're drinking, so they want the girl to drink. So I get why other people will buy drinks. That's just not what I do. Well, yeah, because people don't like to drink alone, exactly. you know, and they want exactly. you to kind of be on the, the same level. I will say, like, I don't go to the club to get drunk, you know, if it happens. I mean, okay, if we're at the Cosmopolitan, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> why is it a wrap? Um, they make the best cosmopolitans you've ever had in your life mm-hmm. let me tell you they are so delicious that i just you just you just you just you can't resist so like i'll okay. drink them like they're water because they're it is like water it's they're so good oh my god i cannot and it's like they're the best at the cosmo do not get them at the aria that's all i gotta say but it's like if we're having that okay it's an issue i might be a little inebriated you know but it's like i don't go out hunting for guys there are some times like yes i want my ego stroked okay just a little but I do prefer it to be even. But then sometimes I'm like, 
it's like sometimes like if a dude comes up to me and like he's a little more attractive than what I'm expecting, you know what I mean? And he's like intimidating my sexy. I'm gonna need a little sip. Just a little sip. So just a little sip because I can't. I'm like, oof. <laughs> I can't. I, you're being. Oh, are you looking in my eyes? Fuck. Oh, I can't do this. Okay. Okay. Oh. Oh God. Oh, you know. And then I don't want to do that because that's how I come off. So I'm like, if I'm drinking, I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> so you brush them off with the little, the little look away brush. We, yeah, we all been there. Did she just do a look away brush off? I know what you're talking about. I'll chat with you, you know. Um, so it's it's one of those things. But I get what you're saying, and like, see, there's like there should be a separate club for guys like you, and then we should know where that club is, and we should go there when we want things like that, because we want things like that, you know. No, but here's the thing. I'm not trying to put, I'm not trying to be virtuous to put myself on a pedestal. I'm just only, I can only speak with full knowledge about myself and I can speak theoretically about everything else. That's what yeah. the pod is mostly about. And so we are talking about why guys say what they say, but then you kind of answered the question in the rest of your soliloquy about if you think guys are trying to ultimately have sex with you, which is the driving force behind meeting somebody new most of the time. I don't walk to a club saying, man, I want to find my wife tonight. You know what I'm saying? So like, like marriage on three, one, two, three, marriage. You know, so we're not looking for that. No one's going to the club looking for that. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So, if, so if I see you and I start talking to you, it's probably because I think you're attractive. Or if you're like an amazing dancer, I may just be caught up in the moves, like like some Sierra type yeah, thing. That, like, yo, just, you'd be like, like, yo, I saw what you was doing out there. Like, you did a backflip into a split. I'm Chris. Nice to meet you. What's right? going on? That definitely would not be me. You would hate on my two-step and be probably. like, he's been doing the same two-step. I would judge Never. you. I make sure they put the light on you, like uh, DJ. Can you uh, hit that one over there? Like we got a lady who don't know how to dance over here. What's up, girl? Like I know exactly. I mean, I I get what you're saying. It's like, but at the same time, before I started to really immerse myself in stand up, because I am a comedian. Before yeah. I, get these jokes I, off. It's it's. I was I was less guarded. I was less guarded. Now I'm like extremely guarded. And I'm not saying I have guys flying at me from different directions. You it's don't have guys flying at you, is that what you're trying to say? No, I mean I I mean, okay. I mean I mean, listen. So what I'm trying to tell you <laughs> You didn't is, say anything. I mean he's I, the, for me, this hold up, hold up, let me um let me get my words let me get my words right. Like just just spit it out, be honest. I know you're no, what I'm trying to say is that when you put yourself in certain environments, because it also goes by the environments that you're in, right? Okay. So me being in this environment, it introduces me to a certain type of people or a certain type of collective or a group or just like, you know, like you serve, like if you're an artist, you surround yourself around artists, right? Sure. But also at that same time, it's I've noticed certain artists in our artistry, right? Mm. Behave a certain way. Okay, and that's why, I, like, that's why I just cut the race off and we're like, no comedians. No comedians, no singers. You can be a painter though. I love painters, okay? Um, no dancers, right? No dancers. Models, no models. Actors, only if you're not an actor's actor. So, but would I like a regular Joe, a guy who just has a job, who's like, a, like, like, who like teaches? That's great. I don't know math. You could teach me something. That's great. It sounds like he has morals already, right? A math teacher? Not necessarily. Math is immoral. Math I mean, is immoral. a lot of teachers do Math is just... Too. Math is just numbers. It's it's logic. He, he probably is a good arguer if he likes math because he's. I love to debate. I'm not gonna lie. Then that's gonna be fun for you. It's like A plus B equals C. Does it? It does. Damn it! Are <laughs> like, you won this one? Two plus two is five, and I told you that. I'll get so, you next time. Oh my! No, I was on a date with this guy, and we were like arguing, right? And I was like, I don't know. I like when you get me upset, I'll say that because I. Okay, we're gonna get to this later. Which I'm. Okay. You already know I'm nuts. I so, I like, I was arguing with him, and I'll say the dumbest thing. I'll do, I'm, I'm a little, like, if, if, like, Anne comes out, which is, like, my other self, when I'm just, like, fuck it, I'm done, right? If she comes out, I'm just going to say whatever I can for shock value. So we were arguing, and I was like, yeah, what's two plus two? And he was like, five! And I was like, oh, you know it, too? Oh, my God, it shut me down. I was like, because I always say two plus two is five, which is really stupid. But he said that, and I had sex with him because I was like, or kindred spirits. That was like bonding right there. Do you see what happens when you could just meet, like meet somebody who just gets the same wavelength? Someone who's bad at math, is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he knew the answer. He could have said six. 
He said five. Would have, that would have also been wrong. <laughs> I know. It's, but it's not about being right or wrong here. It's that I always say five. And he okay. said six. Math is about being right. That's what math is. No, no, no. It's like we had an intellectual conversation. We had a very intellectual conversation. The people at home were like, are, are they, she just likes guys who are bad at school. <laughs> it's like, I got no, help back No, no, I usually like yeah, so. just a, a little smarter than me, just just a little bit. I mean, like, I'm, I, I have a very vast vocabulary vernacular, right? And I, like, do a lot of reading and somewhat. And I, <laughs> I know things. How to, I can teach you how to crochet, but I, I prefer, I prefer someone who um, really likes to work on themselves and who's all about positivity. So, like, if you read like books by like Napoleon Hill or like Eckhart Tolle or like any of the, um, dang, the woman who re wrote the, uh, the Artist Way, like, if you like, like to read like creativity books, but also like really like thinker books, like Forty Eight Laws of Power or like what, like anything, just kind of better yourself as like a human being. Then I'm like, oh, you're sexy. And add that with the two plus two, and that's that's marriage. Maybe. Then you got me with the teeth. You, you got. All right. I just listen. What you're saying is a lot. You're like <laughs> it's like it's a whole lot of nonsense. What the hell are you talking about, Allie? I'm sorry. It's, it's not nonsense. People's preferences are what they are. Um, mm -hmm. I can only give you guys' perspectives because my preferences are like kind of all over the board. I don't have that list, I guess, the two plus two, you said, if you, if you said two plus two, two plus two is five, I would probably get up and leave. Cause that means you're probably being irrational or just trying to like be wrong, like to mess with me. I'm like, I don't got time for this. Go back to school. <laughs> I was like, go back to second grade and learn your addition and subtraction. I'm about the banter. I love banter. So like, if it's, if it's obvious that we're doing banter, then it's mm -hmm. cool. You can say two okay. plus two and just be like zero and be like, prove me wrong. Boom. Like, like fine. We can have that conversation. Yeah. But it's fine. But most guys, if their objective is to get with a woman, we want to do, we know what you guys like because we study women mm -hmm. at, a, at a young age, right? Like I grew up a nerd. People in the pod know, you may not know this. I was like gifted kid with glasses. I played a tuba, all that good stuff. Nerd kid, right? Mm -hmm. Then I grew up still nerd, but just don't look like a nerd traditionally. So we're fine. Yeah. But trying to talk to girls, you had to learn what girls like. I had to learn about perfumes early. I learned about flowers. I learned how to give massages because this was like, this is like at 13, 14. I was like, hey, I learned this new hand massage technique. And girls like, what? And I was doing hand massages. I'm like, oh, wow, that feels really good. I'm just like, but then like some basketball player walked by like, hey, you want to watch me dunk? She's like, yeah. And then they'll walk away. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, like <laughs> <laughs> so sad because I couldn't dunk. But um so we study women, and so we watch the same rom-coms y'all do. We see Love Actually. We see Crazy Stupid Love. We see all this. We, what, what do women want? They want security. They want to feel special. They want to feel beautiful, whatever, whatever. So if a guy says, oh, I vibe with your, your intellect, you're like, oh, my God, he's, he's speaking my language. But he may mean that, or he may be playing a game. You don't know that until time, I guess. Yeah. But why would someone say that? Because it's like going on a job interview. What's your biggest weakness? Oh, I just work too darn hard. <laughs> people say that because they don't, because they want to get the job. You want people, yeah. you don't go in there and say, sometimes I don't give 100%. That might be your biggest weakness because that will not get you the job. If you see the job as having sex with a woman, then you'll say what you can to get the job. If you don't feel you're necessarily qualified. Well, if you ask her. a girl, like, if, let's, let me ask you a question because someone was right. very honest with me and I was like, huh? So... I see this. You're on a date with a girl, right? And right. then you ask her, like, have you ever cheated? And she's like, yeah, I mean, there was infidelities on both parts, you know what I mean? And it just oh. kind of happened, you know? And, like, he keep my car, I broke his phone, blah, blah, blah. What does that tell you? Would you be like, A, she's a really honest girl, and I mm -hmm. like her honesty. Or would you be like, she oh, hell no. Did she, did she just say she, she cheated too? And then and the, tried to normalize it? And did she say she, she broke his phone? Cause he kid her, what, that, that toxic, what? Like, like how would you take it? All right. Um, I haven't been in this situation, so I can't speak to personal experience. I'm not a cheating dude. I don't know if any girls I've been with have cheated. So I can't be like, she isn't either. She may have been, who knows? Mm -hmm. I think this is what I know. And this is, <laughs> this is what like the gender standards come into play. Generally. I know generally when a guy cheats, it can be physical and not emotional. This could just be, she's attractive and whatever. 
Um, when I talk to women who cheated, and I've had this conversation with a bunch of women over the span of like 12 years. Usually there's an attractive element to it, but also it's, um, uh, it's a lack of resource. That, that, like they're not getting something from the guy they have. Maybe he's yeah. away on work a lot. Maybe he's not telling her the right things at home. Maybe he's just not a good boyfriend, but she's stuck because they live together. And she can't move out. That kind of thing. It's like, you know what? I just need something different. Usually guys are just like, yo, man, this is hottie from work or I always have my eye on her. She's actually my type type, but I want this girl. And so I'm not the dude that says if you cheat once, you'll cheat for the rest of your life. I'm not that person. But if you can't trust the person you're with, you probably shouldn't be with them. So that would be a deal breaker on the trust side. But it wouldn't be like, oh, she's a dirty cheater. F this girl. It'll just be like, that would probably be somewhere in my periphery, always playing a lot. Because if we're comics, we're entertainers, I may be on the road at some point for a couple months. I may be on set for a movie and be gone for a month. Yeah. And you may feel neglected because I'm gone doing work. And so if, if you have the propensity to do that, maybe it happen more than once. Pardon me, I'm not an insecure dude, but I'm also not like oblivious to the fact that we're in LA. There's a plenty of beautiful people who are like, yo, man, he's been gone for a month, man. Like, you know, dudes dirty macking. <laughs> dudes stay dirty macking. Well, he's been gone for a month and you put up with that? Nah, you don't got to deal with that, baby. You don't got to deal with that. Listen, why don't you come over? You know, we can have some little one. We can watch a movie. Platonic. We can keep it friendly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Just, just to get you out the house. Just to get you. You don't have to deal with that kind of dude. What are you trying? Try to follow his dreams over you, baby? It's plenty of dirty Macs out there. Mm-hmm. I've dirty Mac before. I'm not proud of it. The minute I hear platonic, oh, it's going to be platonic. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like when I like, I went over one house and he was like, it's going to be platonic. And it wasn't platonic. And I was, I was bothered, but I was like, I'm with it. So, and then <laughs> <laughs> ever since then, it's, I'm like, I'm like, it's like, you want me to come over? It's platonic, right? They're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. They're like, it's platonic though. Like, I mean, like there's no kisses and cuddles. And they're like, yeah, no kisses and cuddles. Like, it's just platonic. I get there. It's not platonic. And I was like, oh, I said this was platonic. Why did you keep using that word platonic? I mean, I don't know why you need to keep saying platonic every five seconds. But I'm like, because you need to understand what platonic means. Don't right. touch me. Don't touch my feet. They always start with a little tickle shit. And I'm so ticklish. I'm like, don't tickle me. Like tickles, I get like real like- sometimes. It does, it does. That's the, again, that goes back to the point. Why would guys say what they say? Because it works. I've always said this to women. And if you've, I think you've seen part of my bit about this, where I say, women, y'all got to start demanding more of us. There's the other side to that with men, we got to demand more of women. But for the, your joke purposes, if you say this is what it is, then let it be what it is. Don't put up with less than what it is. Don't be like, I want a man with a good job, this, this, and this, and then start dating a dude that's unemployed. You can't blame him for being unemployed. He might be a bum in life. Sure, he's Let not doing anything. Let me tell you what I want. Let me tell you what I want. All I've right, been yeah. burned so many times. This is what I want, right? All right? I let me let me be very clear with you. Oh God. Okay. Here we go. Mm. When I date a guy, I realize I don't like asking questions. I don't want to ask questions because then I'll find out that you're couch surfing, and then this won't work. So I'm just not going to ask you questions. If I ask you questions, then we'll find out you don't have a car. Okay. So I, I'm not going to ask you questions. And then if I decide that I want a Facebook stock, which I do, I'm like, oh, and you have three kids, three kids and a wife. Okay. Okay. Well, you're not with the wife anymore. Okay. And the kids are with child services. Okay. All right. This is probably going to be the best sex of my life, baby. Let me call you up where we meet. And like, you don't even understand. Like, I don't, I really try not to ask questions. And the guys that I'm dating, they're like, you never asked me about me. And I'm like, <laughs> really? I mean, <laughs> okay, what do you want to share? Share what you want to share. Because if I start asking questions, I'm an inquisitive person. There are things I want to know. But then when you tell me an answer that I, I'm like, this is not something I should be doing, but I know I still want to deal with you, i rather just, I'm just like, mm. So you rather not ask questions. So you just tell me the answers you know you should be getting to know to not mess with the person that you definitely want to mess with. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we're on the spot because <laughs> that's why yeah. we're here. Because like this is this is the space I am with in, in my life. Like I was in a very long term relationship, and it was like it was bad. And then I started online dating. I mean, like it wasn't bad. I mean, like it it was long term. It ended, but then I started online dating, and then that was like that's a sport. That's like that. I I tell you, online dating is like I it's you you it's not for the weak hearted. You got to be committed. <laughs> 
you, you it's like it really is a game and you got to be on your ones and twos and you got to be ready and it's not about the fact that you're talking to multiple people it's right. not even the fact that you're lying about what you're saying it's like how you're presenting yourself how you want to show up because i didn't I, I started dating, I didn't start, I was like, I got into a show, I was 19, got out when I was 25-ish, right? Then we kind of kept together like till 27-ish, like, you know, stuff like right. that. And it's like, when you look at it, you're like, okay, I haven't really dated, you know? So I don't really know what I'm, I'm like, what, what's, what's out here? I'm like, I just know he's a hot guy, I'm gonna meet up with him. And then I'm finding out all these things. And then you, after you go through so many circumstances with people and then people will say all these things to you. And then you realize like, oh, you just wanted a plus size girl and you never went on a date with a plus size girl. And I'm, I guess I'm her. Okay. And then you tell me, yeah, I'm in love with my ex. And they're like, okay, that's one. You're a Lothario. I'm not going to discount all men. It's okay. We're just going to keep it pushing, you know? But when you go through all these circumstances and then that's, that, yes, that is how you get jaded and you put a wall up. And my wall is, I'm not going to ask you questions. I'm tired of hearing answers I don't want to hear. Just look cute, baby. Just look cute. Let's go have sex in the car. Okay. Let's let that burn for a second. But if people at home <laughs> want to let that moment just like hit for a second, like, what have she had that this. My mom always hates this. She's like, <laughs> you know, like you have your parents. And when you're, when you're a comic, it's like, it's one or two ways. Like when I first started comedy, I was very clean. And then I broke up with my ex and my life's, my truth changed. My experience changed. So what you're going to talk about what's going on in your life, right? right? So I went from family friendly to, well, I'm fucking this dude and I'm doing this. And oh my God, we were at the motel. He has no teeth. Oh my God. Like, you know, like it, anyway, so that's the whole bit that's in my standup, you know? And like one guy I was like, I had to fucking for the science mom. Like, you don't even understand. Like, I was just not ready, you know? So it's, it, my, that's when my standup changed too, right? So my mom's like, you need to stop talking about this. And I'm like, I just, it, it is what it is. I say what's on my mind, you know? And it's no secret. I talk about this on stage. It's like, it is what it is. Yes, you have sex with people in cars. Why? Because if we had sex in a hotel, it would just be too real. And then you pressure me to suck dick and I don't want to do it. And then like, and then oh, it's just yeah. like, then I'm oh. cornered. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, and then like, I don't know, I snore. And I just like, don't want to fall asleep. Like, I just like, I'll keep myself up. And then like, then I'm not sleeping and then keeping my makeup on my face because I want to look cute while you're sleeping. Like, no, I don't have time for this. So if we just have sex in the car, it's like, and we're done. And I don't want to see your place because I don't want to see the couch. And like, I don't want you to see my room because I'm not cleaning it. And it is what it is. Your room looks nice on the Zoom, by the way, just in case people can't see it at home. <laughs> it's Listen, I feel like we need like a nine hour podcast to get to the bottom of all the stuff going on here. And, and again, this is only unofficial therapy. And so <laughs> it is what it is. It's just- Mind you, I have a life coach and I go to meetings. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot going on here. But yeah. that makes you good for this. You're good. Like this is it's a good conversation. I don't even know how we got to where we just got to. Like you were you were gone, and I was along for the ride. I didn't know where we were. We we hit a couple, you know, shopping carts, maybe a hydrant, and it just kind of kept moving. But I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to move this to a different part, just so we yeah. have some kind of flow to all this. So. When we met and we started talking, you mentioned something about being proud of being toxic. Basically, like you're you're toxic, but your dude likes it. And I just want to know what does toxic mean to you, so I can know where you're coming from, and then we can try to debunk this, and so you can have a better life and better relationship going forward. I'm not even gonna say what toxic means to me. I'm gonna say what my well. toxic looks like. Because okay. that's that that's it's basically like how I show up. Why why is it being categorized as toxic? Now okay. I'm not gonna say I'm toxic. I I never used to say that. I would I wouldn't say I'm toxic. And then I started hearing from I would tell like the scenarios to friends because you know like I'm like I'm working on a bit about it. So I was telling a friend like what I do to this guy, and he was like, "You're not crazy. You're toxic. That's toxic, bitch." Like. He was like, you're not nuts. Like that's, that's no, no. He was like, there's crazy. And then there's you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, look, I'm just the type of person is like, I'm, I'm real simple, right? I'm real simple. I'm not saying I don't blow up. I do, but I'm going to tell you why I'm very simple. And there are certain things that make me tick, tick, boom. Right. 
lack of communication. I will give you an example because everyone always, every woman always says communication. I'll be very specific. Okay. If you say that you're coming over and then you send me a text saying six hours after the fact, like you tell me you're coming over at nine mm -hmm. and then I don't hear from you until probably like two, three o'clock in the morning. Oh, baby, I'm tired. I'm just going to go home, right? Now, in that time that you did not text me, I have shaved, I have washed my wig, I have mm. done my makeup, I have lathered myself in fucking castor oil, and that I'm like, what the that. frick? Huh? Um, you shouldn't be doing that. That's fine. No, it's real nice, though. It's real nice. I'm very soft. And so, like, let me just tell you, what the frick is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I have sat here. I have waited. I'm not going to let you know I have waited. But you're going to cancel the plans. Also, I'm a comedian. So night times are prime to me. They're prime time. If I shift something, if I'm not out at the club mingling, fellowshipping with my fellow comics like I could be doing a leg up for myself, and mm -hmm. I cancel my plans to meet with you, and then you don't communicate, that's a problem. But then they're like, well, we didn't have set plans. Okay, that's also going to piss me off because you said you were coming, right? Then let me give you another example, right? You say you're going to call me back. Okay, I'm not really tripping about it. Like, honestly, I really don't trip about the whole call back thing. But like, if you really say, no, no, I'm gonna call you back because I want to finish the convo or like, I'm gonna tell you something or whatever, we're talking about something and you don't call me back. That's a little irritating. No, that's, that's, I mean, I, I mean, that's, so. that's, that's, a, that's a bit annoying, right? Or if you tell me, it's like, it's a lot of, I think it has a lot to do with, I get angry with a lot of guys when you say you're coming and you're not coming or you cancel. It's like, you can cancel all you want to, but give me the same courtesy that I'm going to give you. I'll be like, hey, I'm running late. Hey, I'm doing this. Because there's other shit I can always be doing. Because I multitask. I constantly do other things, and I time my plan out. So I get really upset with time. I'm a stickler for time. I don't like waiting. I'm going to let you know that right now. If I, I said I'm going to be at your house at 8, best believe I was already there at 7.55. So if you come out at that house at 8.02, nigga, it's a wrap. We have an argument. Get ready. Get the fuck ready for me to blow the fuck up. Where were you? I'm just saying. Like there was an accident. You didn't hear about it on it. You don't see that fire coming off that building? I was inside the building at the time of the fire. I, I only, I'm only two minutes late. What do you mean? I, I got to sit on no, my body right now. it's not two minutes late. It's not two minutes late. It's like if you're early, you're on time. And if you're on time, then you're late. And to be late is unacceptable. That wasn't where you were in the military. But I will say this. <laughs> that you say communication is the key, but you also don't ask questions to the people you're talking to, which is obviously a form of not communicating. <laughs> so I feel like that's, I'm trying to figure out how you reconcile these two realities where you don't ask pertinent questions, but also <laughs> you're be a person of your word. How do you do both? Is that-, is that Yeah, I know, I am a person of my word. If I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. If I say uh, you're getting a thirst trap, I send it. I send it and you get a thirst trap. And if you don't use the right adjectives to describe my beauty, then yeah, I'm going to be irritated and you don't get thirst traps anymore. What are, okay. What are the, um, what are the right adjectives to describe your thirst trap? I don't like the adjectives where it's like, Ooh, you look like salted caramel. I don't like the adjectives like, Ooh, chocolate. Or like, it's like, that is so like basic. Like, can you just like, like Aurora Borealis, that's an adjective. Like, oh, you're a goddess. Like, like a, a I, natural phenomenon. Is that, is yeah. that what you, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. The eighth wonder of the world. You're like, mm, keep yes. talking. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I love that you know what it is. Cause I hate having to explain it to people. Cause I put that in my set and then yeah. people were like, what did you say? And I was like, whatever. I was like, I've I've, I've, I grew up a nerd. I told you this on the outset, <laughs> right. but you weren't listening because you don't want to communicate. You just want to say what you want to say. Shut up. I am listening. But like, it's like, it's, it's, it, oh, it's, it's a double edged sword. Yes. Like there is no happy medium with me. There is only happy extreme. and extreme. And as long as you keep me happy, then it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's great. It's great. It's so, great. Let me, so let me, let me interject. Cause now we're, now we're, now we're, now we're potting. We potting now. What do you what do you do to keep your man happy or your men in the past, whatever? And would you be okay with dating a male version of what you are? I dated a male version of me. Mm. He's toxic. He's toxic. <laughs> but we're toxic together. But we can be toxic together. He and I are toxic works when it works. I mean, I don't like arguing, but then we do it and that's the way it is. But 
I would say like what I do to keep my men interested is one is like, I'm very attentive and I listen and I'll listen to every single aspect of conversation. Just cause I don't ask you certain questions. There's just, I would say there's like a list of 10 that I know I just won't ask if I don't, if I know I don't want to know the answer to, right? It's not like a whole thing. I will ask you questions. Like if you're like, cause we, you learn things about people, right? But I let guys, a lot of people say I'm quiet, especially up at the top because I won't reveal my crazy probably until the second month. Cause I, I'll just, yeah, I'll let you like, I can only hold it in. I can only keep, you can it, keep it down for a month. That's two months. I can only keep it at bay for two months. Two months. Until like, until like 11 minutes of this podcast to, to just be fully unleashed. <laughs> These guys are not asking the right questions. If it takes a month for it to come out. I ask you one question. You're like, I'm a little crazy, but not for real. Look crazy. Mm. No, nah, I'm not crazy. I'm like, okay, she's crazy. <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. That is crazy. Also, don't tell me that you like crazy because if you tell me you like crazy, then I'm gonna push the bar to see how crazy it is. Also, I have a standard. There is there is a threshold for my crazy, right? And her name is okay. Stripper Glitter. A really good friend of mine is dating this woman named Stripper Glitter. I Stripper Glitter. I gave her the name Stripper Glitter because she's fucking nuts. Okay, mm. the whole story behind her name, I'm not gonna get into it, but like I named her this because she's psycho, right? That's okay. my bar, which is not necessarily a good bar because she's violent. I, I'm not violent. I won't key your car. I won't damage your property, but you will get these words. I will verbally get you. I will verbally get you so bad. Not like call you out your name, call you a moron, an idiot, all this other stuff. I will just verbally get you like she is nuts. Like if you'd be like, why are you tripping? I will be like, oh my God, Allie's not here right now. Like she's not here right now. We're not dealing with Allie right now. You're dealing with Anne right now. <laughs> like that's how I get um and it's like this i but like but if you tell me that then it, it just like there's this click this switch in my mind that's like just be crazy because he said he liked it and then you're like you don't like it and then i'm like well why did you say you like it but what i do to keep my men interested is one i always keep myself looking nice right two i'm very attentive like i will just bring you gummy worms to work just to be like <laughs> real cute you know? how was your boyfriend eight <laughs> no like there's just a guy was dating and we were like into these it was like our thing don't judge it was our thing it was i'm just saying thing. you use them words like it was a generic thing if you said i have a one boyfriend that like gummy worms i would bring him to work i'm good with it being like I keep my man happy by looking cute. I love bringing gummy bears to your work. It's <laughs> like, wait, wait. <laughs> Contextualize that so we don't think you're just dropping candy off at the I know. office. <laughs> right, yeah, I know. It's like, um, but like, I'll like, I'll listen. So like one guy I was dating, I know like, okay, I can't date guys who are into video games because my ex ruined that. I have a PTSD. I cannot sit there and watch you play the fucking game. I will get irate real quick. I will lose my temper. I did that shit for nine years. I'm not sitting here watching you play the game. And I mean, like, unless we play in Rayman or something that I could play with you, I'm not playing Skyrim. I'm not playing Mortal Kombat. I'm not playing, oh my God, there's a list of that I won't play. And I only like free roam games because it just has to be a certain thing because I just need to be able to roam. I need the camera to look a certain way. Okay, look. So, but I'm, I will listen to you. Like, like, very, like, like, like key, like novel things that you'll say, like, I'll be like, okay, like he likes this. He reads these books. He does that. I'm like, okay, I'll go pick up a book or I'll find like a fair or something to go to. Or like, you know, like I'll like, I'll really like listen to it. And then I'll try to like do things with that, you know, or like, it's, it's not just like surface level with me. I'm going to really kind of like listen to what you say and then just move in that way, you know, or like, it's like, you know, like take, like going to food or whatever. I mean, I'm the worst person to like get food with. I'm so indecisive. Don't ask me what I want. Just pick, just pick. Because if you say, well, what do you want? I'm like, oh, let's go to sweet green. Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want a salad from there. Okay. Let's go to spoon. Yeah. But like, who should be tripping sometimes with the portions? Oh, you know what? I want kimbap. Wait, no. No, I don't want Kimbot because they may not have the one that I want. And then I'm going to get mad if we drive all the way over there. So then it's like, just pick and then I'll choose what I want from there. As long as it's not like fake. Listen, if you were, if you were single and then they heard this, uh, this is an ideal dating profile. This is, this is, this is all the reasons you should or should not date me. And uh, I'm not sure where they will go. Some guys like a lot of stuff. I mean, some dudes, I will tell you, every guy that I date, this one guy I was dating, he loves the toxic so much. Oh, he loves the toxic so much. I filmed a video and then my sister was like, this is going to end up on the internet. And I was like, is it? Well, I'll post it myself. So that way he can't post it. So then I put it on my IG and everybody was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you pull the like, Kaiser Sosa on them? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you this question. Because this is something I've, I've asked this question to a lot of people who were in somewhat dysfunctional relationships 
and and this is a very basic don't make that face i'm not saying you're one now the one that you were for nine years <clears throat> you said your boyfriend would play video games for a long time and that would cause you strife whatever i'm guessing you play for most of your relationship right mm-hmm. i'm guessing he played the game for most of your relationship like throughout the entire okay and I'm guessing things also were probably going downhill for a certain percentage of the relationship. My question is always, if he did it at the beginning of the relationship, you didn't like it then, how can you hold him accountable to it towards the end if he did it throughout? Here's the thing. I was okay with it until I realized you don't want to do anything that I want to do. You don't want to take interest in anything I want to take interest in. The fact that I know what your favorite game is, I know what number you are on the leaderboard for that game i know i know the people who you play with all because you know they play on the headset and everything i know know. all of that and i i know down to like how long you'll play each game when i know when the next i've learned fucking how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! duel monsters okay it is i do like Yu-Gi-Oh! i do not play pokemon (laughs) i love me some Yu-Gi-Oh! we could get down with my gusto deck any day okay so I know people think my gusto deck is shit till they play me. I got gusto's harpies and like, tr- oh my god, I got synchros. You harpies pet dragon coming out here trying to do some stuff. Ah, you know, I've, I I put together a really good deck, okay. But the fact that I'm learning all this, if you haven't noticed, obviously, do I look like a chick who's gaming? No. Do I look like a chick who knows all this nerd knowledge just off the bat? I know this because of my relationship. I'm a shopaholic. I love talking about makeup for hours. We could talk about makeup forever. I love talking about hair. Oh my God. I love talking about what color I'm going to do on my nails. I love, I love going shopping. I love, I love fashion so much. Like those are the things that interest me. Right. And then movies. And then like, you know what? And I'm a social person. I like going out. And it's like, when I tell you, I'm not, I'm not the type, I'm very sentimental. You can write, I love you on a napkin and I'll fucking treasure it. It better not be one of the nine nice store napkins but I'll treasure it. You know, I want the, I want the real, you know. You, so, you want the, you want the, what's that one? paper? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. You know, something, yeah. something. But like, it could be on a bar napkin, but like, I'll treasure that. I'm very sentimental. So I like more knickknack things. Like I don't need jewelry. I don't need diamonds because I don't wear, you know, crusted things like that. Like just heavy, like jewelry like that. I like very dainty jewelry. And it's like, you ask me what I like. And then when it comes around for like my birthday, right? My birthday comes around. I don't ask for nothing. I don't say, Ooh, I want this, but you tell me I'm gonna buy you this. And my birthday comes and I'm like, you're waiting for it. I'm waiting for it because you said you were getting it. I wouldn't be waiting for anything if you didn't say that. Or if you say, Oh, here's some, this is what really pissed me off. Here's some money to buy what you want to buy what I want. Why can't you take the time to think about what I want? I've showed you what I want. You're like, what purses do you like? I like these purses. The fact that you're like, well, I don't know your style. Nigga, you see me get dressed every day. Do I buy this shit? He bought me some earrings. These were like these fucking Marilyn Monroe earrings that I would never fucking wear. And I'm like, I mean, I, I have a really big arsenal of jewelry. So I do like, a, I do have a lot of jewelry for certain occasions. But yeah. you don't see me wear stuff like that. Like these studs I'm wearing, I'm wearing for like six days, right? They're very, it's very basic jewelry. I don't wear heavy stuff. But the fact that I know every single detail about your gaming life, I know when the game's coming out. I've already pre-ordered the game. I know when the PS4 is coming out. I know, oh, oh my God, there's a brand new, um, remember when PlayStation was like, um, when they came out with that game where it had all the monsters, like, uh, not the monsters, but all their characters in it. I can't remember. Uh, it was like PlayStation All-Stars. Like when they had that. And like, you know, like, and I'm, I'm keeping track of all of this, the memorabilia. I'm going down to little Tokyo blind bleach freaking um, little dolls and shit. I don't bleach even know the awesome. motherfucking characters. And I'm telling my friend, I'm like, damn, what's the famous character? Which one does he like? I mean, which one would he like? What's the normal one? Okay, he don't like none of these. I bought six. And I was like, here, just take all six, nigga. You know what I mean? You know oh. for a fact I like eyelashes. You know for a fact oh. what nail color I wear. I get the same color on my toes every motherfucking two weeks. I like pink on my toes. I'm very particular about my toes. It's always pink. So don't sit up here like, I don't know what you like. I don't, I only buy purses from two places. Mark Jacobs or Rebecca Minkoff. Mark Jacobs or Rebecca Minkoff. And I only buy four styles from them. We can't do no research. And the fact that you ask my friends what I like, and then you never end up getting what my friends tell you. They're like, she likes this, get this. And you're like, yeah, but I like this one. And then you show up and you're like, oh, you don't like it? So ungrateful. So first of all, the character of Bleach is Ichigo Kurosaki. He has orange hair. He's a star of the show. Just in case. There you go. <laughs> Tremendous anime, one of the top five. Uh-huh. But it sounds like you guys just weren't speaking the same love language. 
on like if you, if you on a really basic level, like your attention to detail, acts of service, like that's you're all about that. And it sounds like he was oblivious to that, and he was, I don't know. I don't know why he, why he falls in the love bracket because I can't think of any loving thing you said so far. <laughs> so it's may, may, maybe it was intimacy, just like physical touch, whatever. But if you're incompatible on the love language side, yeah, there's going to be a lot of that thing where you're like, you need to be with someone that sounds like who is like you, not necessarily as toxic because that's a rare, that's like a unicorn, but <laughs> with someone who cares about details, someone who's, um, who's personable and, and actually wants to be invested in whatever you want. Even yeah. if they don't get it for real, like guys, I don't know too many dudes who are like big on a makeup tip, but you should know what lipstick your girlfriend wears. You should know like at least the store she buys it at. You can go in and be like, I know I've seen this label somewhere around the house. Do y'all have like something? This is a picture of her. What will match her skin tone? At, very, at the very least have like a map. Effort. Yeah, you need a map. You can't go into Sephora like y'all got makeup and they're like, what? <laughs> well, yeah, that's like three quarters of the story. Like, oh. Oh, I can't do anything. Exactly. So I get where you're coming from. Sounds like a rough situation. You obviously sound like a lot, but also a little, like there's a balance to you. Like, there's hey, I'm a balance. Like, there was a balance to us. And I mean, I do love him. And you know, you didn't say anything just now. <laughs> no, no one heard anything. It's like, it's just like your voice just trailed off like it was, but, um, we're going to wrap up the pod now. Where can people find you on social media? And yeah. Are they going to want to find me? They're like this toxic. Hope. They got to they hear more of your stuff because I think people are interested in the woman behind the voice. Yeah, yes. You can definitely catch me on uh, Instagram at oh, that's Allie. O-H-T-H-A-T-S Allie. Um, yes, not Sally. Everyone's always like, oh, that's Sally. And I'm like, no, that's a weird name. So it's, oh, that's Allie on literally everything. My YouTube is that's Allie. And yeah, I mean, Chris did my show on Wednesday. I was supposed to do your show before the pandemic. Yep. I was like, I was ready. I was like, finally, I got on the lineup. Here we go. Cause you were like, I'll let you know. And I was like, when? And then you were like, okay, now. And I was like, okay, cool. Here we go. You know, but it, it's coming back. They're all, it's coming all back. coming back. Hopefully we'll do a show sometime in July. We do yeah, we should way. do a show on uh, anime. I think that'd be interesting. I, you know I have an anime podcast, right? Let's chat. Yeah. Let's chat. I'll let you steer that one. I won't I won't hijack it. <laughs> well it's not I just me. I have, I have a whole I have a whole crew. We have we have two other guys. Oh yeah? It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, Oh that would be interesting. It's called the coolest nerd you ever met podcast. I don't want to talk about it too much. Uh, <laughs> it is on a podcast app though. We're like twelve episodes in. We're That's talking cool. about we're talking about Black Clover right now. We're gonna switch into um, Demon Slayer next. But yeah, we're it's still nerd stuff happening. Don't let the beard fool you. <laughs> I feel nerd, it. I feel nerd it. stuff is still happening. But the fact that you said I went off on my solilo- soliloquy, I was yeah. like, look at you. <laughs> I know what that word means. It was not. It was either positive or negative. But mm. mm-hmm. it's like, mm, okay. <laughs> what kind of makeup do you wear? All right, wait a minute. <laughs> but this has been awesome. I think people are going to enjoy um, how spirited this conversation was. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you start your own, your, you bring your podcast back. Because I think yes. there's a lot that you yeah, can. Yeah. I would love to have you on it. It would be it Listen, would be I want to hop, hop on with you and all your girlfriends and start debunking some of these, these assassinations y'all have towards men. Just characters dragging us through the muck. Just disparaging our names. I'm telling you, it's 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 your brethren who are the issue. It's the issue, and they they get to us first. They get to us first. We get five, six of them, and then we like, I can't take no more. You gotta come in at like number two, number three. You gotta you gotta get in faster. I'm not fast enough apparently, but (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. I'm dribbling the basketball. Like, put a shot up. (laughs) (laughs) There's no basketball right now. There's nowhere to shoot. It's just me dribbling on the court by myself. But. This has been awesome. We'll probably have you on again at some point if you want to during, you know, the rest of the year. Because I think people want to hear from your life once we get back to some kind of like normalcy and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Allie, this has been dope. Everyone, thank you for listening. Tuning in again to the next pod. You can catch us on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app at Unofficial Therapy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you guys next time. Deuces. Bye. <laughs>